0: To follow up on my previous episode, let's do a rant episode this time. Welcome to another episode of Jerry Talks. Today, I will be talking specifically about my perspective with language classes in schools. This rant will be divided into three parts. First, I will go over my experience with the language learning program at my school. The second part is going to be about the problem with that type of language learning process. And lastly, I will talk about my suggestions to language programs similar to these. Everything in this episode is my perspective from my personal experiences. With that being said, let's get started. Part one, my experience. I go to a school district with a medium amount of people and it is a fairly average American high school. We have a language program starting from sixth grade and middle school where everyone chooses a foreign language. My school offers four choices, Spanish, French, Italian, and Latin. There are high schools that might offer more languages, such as German, Mandarin, Chinese, and Arabic. Anyways, after you choose your language in sixth grade, you stick to that language throughout your three years of middle school, Then in high school, you can switch language or stick to your original choice and continue with that language. The difficulty level of the language classes are as follows. For example, I chose Spanish. So the three years of language classes in middle school are called Spanish 1. Then the freshman year of high school, there is a choice between Spanish 2 and honors Spanish 2. Then sophomore year is Spanish 3 and honors Spanish 3, junior year has Spanish 4 and honors Spanish 4. Then lastly, senior year, there is a choice between Spanish culture and AP Spanish. It is the same for other languages offered at my school. Now, let's talk about my experience with the foreign language program at my school. In 6th grade, I was not fluent in English at all. Even though I could communicate with my friends and understand most of what the teacher was saying, I had a terrible grade in English class and I still had a lot of work to do to achieve absolute fluency. I took Spanish without even understanding a lot of English grammar rules. The teacher I had was not very good. She went through the curriculum really fast and only talked in Spanish. This was several years ago and I have forgotten a lot about that class. We had several IPAs, or Integrated Performance Assessment. These tests were around 60-70% to of my total semester grade, and they consist of an interpersonal part where I talk to the teacher or with a partner, a presentational part where I write about a topic, and a reading comprehension. During sixth grade, my teacher would not really answer any questions for students. I specifically remember the moment when she put on her sunglasses and said, Whenever I have my sunglasses on, you cannot ask me any questions. This was after her having answered multiple questions and she was really fed up with a student. We took a lot of notes in that class and we learned basic vocabularies as well as some useful expressions in Spanish. We did not have assessments on vocab, but we went straight into creating sentences and writing paragraphs and making presentations i also remember that our spanish notebooks were kept by the teacher at the end of the school year so we couldn't even look at our notes over the summer of course i would probably not have looked at my notes but for some students this might have been a big disadvantage moving on to seventh grade i had a really nice teacher who was very good at teaching spanish and loves her job We got our notebooks back from the previous year, we did a lot of useful learning such as listening to current Spanish songs and watching some basic videos about Spanish culture, while the teacher talked slowly in Spanish and explained some words in English. We also did a lot of group work and some presentations and videos with our friends, so it was a very enjoyable class. The teacher liked me a lot and always tried to help me and gave me good grades and helpful feedback. Many students truly learned a lot with her and ended the class with good grades. Now, I can't speak for other language programs, but the Spanish curriculum at my school is very broad and is up to interpretation. There is a specific topic about Spanish culture or a book that we need to read, but the teachers come up with their own ways to present and teach the material to students. It just so happens that my 7th grade Spanish teacher was the best Spanish teacher out of my middle school and i heard that other spanish teachers were very strict or not helpful similar to my sixth grade spanish teacher i think the reason why my seventh grade spanish teacher is so good is because she's also fluent in other languages so she has a lot of experience in the language learning process therefore she wants the best for her students so she comes up with a different but better approach to teaching languages eighth grade was also similar to sixth grade and since we already learned the language for two years Teacher went very fast, and we did a lot of presentations and individual readings as well as IPAs. Okay, so I don't want to make this episode too long, so I won't go into detail of my high school experience, but briefly going over it, I did not do very well freshman year and sophomore year, and since we got hit with COVID, I stayed home for junior year and did a little better in Spanish. Over quarantine, I downloaded HelloTalk, and I started talking to people who speak Spanish. I added around 20 people who speak Spanish and I had some very good conversations with them. I even met someone from Argentina who was willing to call me and give me advice on my speaking. I also started watching La Casa de Papel or Money Heist in Spanish with English subtitles. I started researching more into Spanish, listening to Spanish music, learning the different dialects, and watching the news in Spanish. In the US, there are a lot of Spanish resources available such as Noticias Telemundo. I consider the Mexican accent to be the standard because it is what I hear all the time in the US, and I think it is the most clear out of all the accents. However, I like the Argentinian accent the most because it is very fun to listen to, and they speak with a lot of emotions and colloquial expressions, which is very cool. Part 2 The problems with these types of programs. Okay, so let's talk about my suggestion on the language programs in my school. I think language learning is a journey unique to everyone because everyone is different and they have different ways of learning a language. English is not my first language and it took me several years to get to where I am today. I know I still have a lot of work to do in terms of reading and writing, but I think I have no problem communicating with most people. I think the number one way to learning language is to immerse yourself in an environment where you can constantly hear that language even though you might not understand at first or you might not understand everything you will pick up on some expressions or slang words that are very useful in day-to-day life grammar is important but i think we do not need to place that much emphasis on grammar we're getting tested on conjugation or conjugating the imperfect subjunctive tense and irregulars, and adverbial clauses yes they are used to some extent but i don't think They are the first thing we should focus on, or the main thing we should focus on when learning a language. Over time, you will pick up the grammar rules and find some patterns on how to conjugate or use certain words in certain contexts. Recently, I was doing an assignment where I had to write 10 sentences about an article I read using the given adverbial clauses. I know it's good practice for conjugations and using the clauses, but these sentences are forced and are very awkward, and no one would actually say them in real life. I don't think we should be graded based on how accurate or how sophisticated our responses are to a question, or how much we write, or how many different verb tenses we use in a paragraph. The current learning process is very forced and we quickly move on to another thing without reinforcing the stuff we just learned. I feel like we should get constructive feedback rather than harsh grading because seeing a beat on your report card doesn't reflect how much you tried to learn language. Outside of school when you are learning language, no one is grading you based on how many verb tenses you used or how many vocab words you used in your conversation. Unless you're at a high profile conference meeting or speaking in front of international leaders, These things are not your top priority. The purpose of learning a language is to communicate with as many people as you can and make sure they understand you. When someone speaks to you in not the best accent or uses somewhat of an awkward word or phrasing, you will still understand them and know what they're trying to say. It doesn't matter if someone makes a small conjugation error or uses a slightly simpler word instead of a longer, more complex word. When you're in another country ordering in a restaurant. You're not telling your whole life story to the waiter with eight different verb tenses and using AP level vocabulary. Achieving fluency takes time and practice. Language learning is like drawing. I'm just gonna use a random object as an example. Let's say you're trying to draw a person. In the beginning, you don't know anything about drawing, you're just trying to learn how to hold a pencil and you're just beginning to learn a language. Maybe you know how to hold the pencil and you know how to draw the shape of a person or the silhouette, and that's how much prior knowledge you have. Your end goal is fluency and comparing that to a very realistic drawing of a person. As you learn about drawing the structure of a person and coloring and shading, it's like picking up on different words of a language and learning expressions and sentences and grammar rules. A fluent speaker is like a professional artist who is very good at drawing, Let's say the person, they see your drawing, and they know that you're trying to draw a person, and they will offer you feedback and suggestions of encouragement. Instead of that, learning language at school is like the professional artist criticizing you, mocking you, laughing at you on how you drew the nose sideways or the hand a little too big. That is not what we need when we learn a language. We should not be judged by someone who is fluent in the language on how fluent you are because guess what? You're probably not fluent and you're making mistakes. That is okay. The professional artist knows that you're trying to draw and knows how much effort you put in. That's what matters. Overall, I think speaking is the most important part in learning a language and schools tend to neglect that. Teachers do not focus on pronunciation. My 6th grade teacher did not care if you pronounce every word wrong in an American accent. And some people just did not try at all. Now in high school, we get points off for having a bad pronunciation, and some people have been saying words that way for the past 5 years. Now, I can't speak for languages that are not phonetically consistent, looking at you English, but Spanish is pretty phonetically consistent, and there are not as many exceptions as English, so mastering the pronunciation is a huge step towards fluency. Part three, my suggestions and advice. In short, I think the language learning program should be completely reformed at my school. The traditional way to learn a language is not the best way or the most efficient way to learn a language. I think people should focus on being able to express themselves as much as possible with the intended language and put their emphasis on being able to understand native speakers. Listening and speaking should come before reading, writing, and in-depth grammar. I want to conclude this episode by talking about my experience with learning English. I have to admit, the beginning was the hardest part. Learning basic expressions and mimicking how native speakers talk is the most important thing. I took English for four years in an elementary school in another country before moving to the US, and I got really good grades on assessments, but I was totally unprepared to start talking to native speakers. I could only understand maybe 40-50% to of what the teacher was saying, but it was elementary school, so no one really knew what they were doing. I pretty much had to start from square one again and make flashcards and memorize words. I thought I mastered English grammar, but looking back at my notebooks from elementary school, I made common mistakes that I thought I would never make, and my sentences were awkward. Sentence structure and syntax don't exactly have equivalents in another language, and it is something you pick up after being exposed to that language for a long time. My writing was still somewhat awkward after three whole years of living and studying here, but that's okay. I just needed to make friends and have someone understand me, so I tried to talk to as many random people as possible. I'm very talkative and extroverted, so I didn't feel awkward or anything, but it was hard seeing people laugh at your grammar or make fun of your accent or your lack of knowledge on American culture. This will happen to everyone, and that's okay. These things will stick with you, and you'll never forget those things again. So yeah, consume as much media as you can in the language you're trying to learn, and talk to native speakers. Write down your mistakes. Practice speaking to yourself. Record yourself talking and mimic the accent you want to speak with. That's about it. Thank you for listening to this episode of Jerry Talks. Hope you enjoyed my rant.